You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 232 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is April 17th, 2016. And yeah, it's a it's another cast. Uh, it's good to be back. I was away last week in California. Um, you were away was, for a surprise. That's why we couldn't... Uh, I was. We couldn't exactly. reveal why you were gone yes. last week. We could not reveal it. And I, uh, yes, I was in I was in California to uh, for Sark's 40th surprise birthday party. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it ended up being a good time. Got to hang with Fen. Got to hang with Sark. You confirmed that Nick, is, Nick Fenton is still alive. He is alive, okay. 100%. Somebody has not killed him and use, and is using his skin Shit. to talk on social media. He is sometimes 100%. when I see him tweet, I just think that like he's... He's being coerced by his captor to, you know, to yeah, yeah, still yeah. <laughs> look like he's no, I, he's normal. But I can confirm, I stayed with him. It's not like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's definitely him. So, um, okay. so yeah, it was a, it was a good time. But I think around this time, I would have been headed to the airport, and then I was on one of my two red eye flights. Uh, mm. Where uh, just a quick rant uh, on my first red eye. Uh, for some reason, I thought I had a window seat on both of them, and for some reason, I had a middle seat. I don't know how this happened on my first red eye. That must have been a major oversight for me because I thought I picked my seat. So this guy, this guy comes in, sits next to me. It's like a three-hour flight. He gets up twice on a three-hour red eye flight what? to go to the bathroom, making me wake up the woman next to me twice. We were both very miffed. Very upset because I was like the first time I could understand like maybe he's got diarrhea or something and I was like okay like that's the only way and then the second time and he wasn't even that apologetic he it was almost like he was just like oh yeah he's just like like it was normal and I was like if you have a fucking window seat your job is to not be that See, person. that is your job that is my nightmare you. that is my nightmare it really was dude I didn't sleep on the whole and then the other flight I slept maybe like an hour so I was like a zombie it was like anyway like 13 hours of travel I was just fucking dead but yeah and so he ruined the whole flight for me I couldn't get comfortable like See, that's that's why like even though I <sighs> love the window seat that's that's by far the where I prefer to sit oftentimes I will book the the aisle just because I don't want to be that guy like I just want yeah. to in- avoid the the hatred of the people sitting next to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like either either go window if you know that you can stand it, and if you can't, you go aisle. And yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, so that was real frustrating. But um. Anyway, yeah. But it was a really good time. Sark was super surprised. We did like a double surprise to Sark. So there was the surprise party, which he had no idea about. And then after that initial shock wore off, uh, we had we played some music. Nick and I uh played a DJ set. And we had like a speaker set up and everything, but I was I was hiding behind like the way the party was set up. Uh, the music was behind the garage, so I was hiding behind the table. And then I got on the mic and I was like, "I would like to welcome everybody to Sark's party." Anyway, and uh, let's just say, uh, Mr. Sark, uh, he gave a heartfelt thank you, and he I think legend has it he may have almost teared up, which never happens, which never happens. Man, so, uh, it was a good time. You made though. a forty really year old man cry. Yeah, I know. It was, it, was, uh, it was a good time. So it was uh, fun being part of the surprise, and uh, it ended up going really well. Were you worried but, about uh, him having a heart attack? Given, I mean, Yeah, well, I'm saying at that age, you, you do yeah. tend to have to worry about it. Like, you never know what's going to happen. But he, uh, no, no heart attack. And that would have been, yeah, that would have been terrible if that happened. I didn't really think <laughs> A real downer. A re- <laughs> it would have been a real birthday <laughs> party. But, uh, yeah. No, Could have moved the time. DJ set to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Keep party going. Six, six skrill, skrilly tracks uh, directly in the ER. Bang a rang. Doctor's like, can you turn that down? I'm really doing some life saving shit. Bang a rang. Right. Nothing uh, like blasting some skrillex in the ER. 
oh my god I, and then i would go call 911 help <laughs> right before the drop it would have been perfect. oh that's genius damn it dude we got I, we got to play a set in the yard i feel 100%. like there's a there's a sitcom plot somewhere in here there is totally it's probably <laughs> already been done now that i'm thinking about it but um what about you guys how did you, how did your week go anything anything of no brandon we, we said we would talk about this i heard that you were on the phone with comcast a while ago oh, man. and now god. yeah things just have- just like the worst experience uh so we moved a couple of months ago, and so when you move, you can just like transfer your Comcast service, right? Not a big deal. But so if it, I th- Comcast works this way, and I think other comp- cable companies work this way, where they put you on like a promo rate each year yes. or whatever, or two years. And so like if you forget to call them after a year, they just bump up your bill, right? Because you're no of longer course. on a promotion. And so like I, and so I know this game. Okay, I know this game. <laughs> And so I, when we moved, that was like close to when our promo was up, obviously, because our lease was up too. Right. And uh, so I called him two months ago, and on the phone, I you know, scheduled my move, whatever. And, uh, and I also said, you know, I know my promo's expiring. Can, can we go ahead and renew that? Or do I, like, what do I need to do to keep my package and, you know, pay the same price and whatever? And the guy on the phone is like, is like, yeah, no problem. You know, we can just like renew it for another year. And I was, I was like, oh, great. That, you know, that seems easy. And so I literally... Almost too easy. Yeah. So right? I literally, I asked him <laughs> on the phone, because I know, again, I know this game. I asked yep. him on the phone at that time. I said, so you're telling me for the next 12 months, my bill is going to remain <laughs> at X. And I told, I right. like literally the price of my bill. I told him. Yeah. And, and he said, yep. Yeah, no, yeah, we're good. Like he looked, confirmed to me the mm. actual price I would pay for the next 12 months. Sure enough, I get my bill, and it's over two hundred dollars this month. Do you yep. think? Do you think huh. that the bill that we agreed to on the phone was two hundred plus dollars? Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. I don't, I don't think, think so. it was. No, no, I don't think it was. So I had to call them today, <laughs> and like waste half an hour of my Sunday to fix th- this <laughs> issue. And they still. And the the only resolution is my bill is now four dollars higher because like I. I exhausted myself to the point where I was not going to get the actual same price. Oh, okay. So you got it down to the where I got it down okay, to $4 higher. But I told the guy on the phone, I was like, you do realize, I was like, I'm actually not satisfied with this because you were still extracting four extra dollars from me per month. Right. And sure. every year it is exactly that same thing. Like I, I have to fight with them and then my bill is just a little bit higher. Like even when I win, I lose. Uh, you it do. Is the there is worst. no winning. There is no winning. So sorry, uh, sorry to rant, but that was like yeah. just I was having a nice Sunday, and then I decided to do I decided to like you had to call address Comcast. that right because I had to do it at some point. I knew it's on my to do list. I'm like I have to call them and fix this, but it just makes your day worse. I remember a bit ago at the college I go to currently there was like a was it a career day? They had a bunch of booths set up with like different you know job opportunities like things like you know doctors whatnot. And I remember there is for some reason there was a Comcast booth, and it was completely empty except for the one guy standing <laughs> behind there like it was unnaturally empty where there were like you know five ten people at every other booth i just thought you know this it's about right. all the tumbleweeds you know? like <laughs> blowing yeah, by and by. heard the crickets yeah the yeah. guy's just on his phone <laughs> yeah so while i have i have fios which i've been very happy with i've only ever had i've had very almost no issues since having fios i think i I think I have whatever I don't know if it's eighty eighty or hundred hundred. I have like whatever the highest is, but Verizon right now is on. All their workers are on strike, so oh, yeah. um, I I haven't had any like I'm just g- getting I'm terrified if like something actually happens if something goes down. Uh, I was talking to who was I talking to? Um, 
Oh, some of the KB Mod guys were hanging out for uh, Christy Nikon's wife's uh, birthday last night, and they were saying that one of their friends had to call for for something to Verizon, and it took him like three and a half or four hours oh, on the phone shit. to fix fix like a simple issue because they literally have you know there's nobody working. They're hiring like third yeah. party contracting companies because because of, of this huge strike. So hopefully nothing happens where I have to call Verizon until the strike's over. But but we'll see how it goes. But I've been very happy oh. with I've been very happy with FiOS. Like it's basically yeah, the, giving me years back on my life because I you know I dealt with the Time Warner Comcast shit. For three years, it, it will actually what take you... years off your life. Like, there's no worse feeling than having to call and know that yes. you're gonna. The only way you can get anything, like the only way you can get anywhere, is just getting like unreasonably angry. And so I have to yeah, get. No, I have to like no. work myself up into <laughs> this state true. where like you do. I'm you know normally even when I'm mad, like I'm not you know my, I'm not raising my voice or anything, but I have to like work myself up to get into the state of mind to like fight with the loyalty support reps. It's terrible. No, you really do. And but the thing is, the saddest thing, especially when it's like, when you're like for a while, when I was having all these issues, and I and I, I was on the phone. I'm not kidding with eight or nine reps a day. By like the fifth or sixth time, it's it's honestly like a level. It's it's almost like it's what they should do. It's like torture, right? So we talk about like you know torture is wrong. But if they <laughs> if they had something where it wasn't physical, and they were like, hey, listen, you're gonna have this internet problem, and your internet's never gonna work properly. But you're just gonna we're gonna make you keep calling. And you're just going to have to keep cycling through reps. And they're going to tell you, they're going to ask you the same questions over and over again. Have you unplugged it? And you just, you, every time you just keep hoping for the lottery of somebody that knows, has any semblance of what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Like that, it, it is, it truly, it's like, it just breaks you down to the point where I would start out mad. And by the end, I was literally like, I just wanted to jump off my balcony. I was like, there's no hope. It's, I, <laughs> I will never get this resolved. I will never get this resolved. And most of the time I didn't. And then sometimes all of a sudden it would just magically start working again for no reason. And you'd be like, okay, well, that's good. I know, of course, they don't throttle you either. That's the one thing that they'll tell you all the time too, even though I could see myself getting throttled <laughs> at the same time every day of the uh, of the week. But anyway, sorry. You're bringing back all these repressed Time Warner memories, I know, Brandon. I, know. I didn't, I didn't mean to go down this path. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm uh, sorry that you had to go through that. That's not, yeah. that's not well, fun. Well, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just paying $4 more a month. So, so, yeah. uh, so next year, I mean, year, that's good. Next I mean, year, it's like each year you just pay a little bit more, just a little bit, right? It's like it's death by a thousand cuts. It is. <laughs> that's a good way to describe dealing with American ISPs <laughs> and the fucking monopolies they have. Um, uh, okay. So you dealt with that. What about you, Katie? How did your week go? Anything? Actually, Anything? actually, before we go there, I will yeah, tell you something, something nice that happened. Or maybe it's mm. nice. I don't actually know yet, but we were talking before the cast. That uh, I went to Fry's today, and I was mm-hmm. I was trying yeah. uh, I was trying keyboards because uh, I've been yeah. I've been looking for a new mechanical keyboard, and so Fry's has a whole bunch of them. Went over and tried them. I I don't know that I I didn't really like any of them, so we were we were going to leave, but we decided to stop by the as seen on TV section on the way out uh, because yeah. previous uh, previous to this one of my previous visits to Fry's I found a a macaroni cooker as seen on TV, where you can microwave <laughs> macaroni. And it yes. is, no kidding, it is like one of the, it's like the best $5 I've ever spent. Okay. So, really? So I'm already like, I'm one for one on the as seen on TV section. And so today we stopped by and we got a, uh, like an egg, uh, it's like an egg fryer where you can put an egg in the microwave and it will cook the egg for you in like a perfect egg McMuffin round type shape. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so there, okay. and there were, and lo and behold, there were two of them. After I bought it, there were two for five dollars. So I haven't tried it yet, but next time I go to make an egg sandwich, I'm gonna try this new 
egg microwaver, and uh, and so I'll report back. But so that that's like the positive to my Sunday. You were saying that, and you're and as as the far as as seen on TV products, you you've been saying that you're. I mean, all the ones you've gotten are work as seen on TV. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is like you have to like my expect I temper my expectations because the, all of these things were five or ten dollars, right? So like I'm not buying the thing that's fifty dollars as seen on TV. It's like I'm buying the little plastic thing that goes in the microwave. So if it doesn't work and I have to throw it out, then fine. It's not that big a deal. But I'm, I've been very impressed so far with my little macaroni cooker. And, and, I mean, if you've listened to this cast for any length of time, I think you know how often I cook macaroni in a microwave. Yes. Oh, yes. That is <laughs> – if anybody can, to... is, is qualified to run a product and test it like that, that is, it is Brandon yeah. when it comes to macaroni. Yeah. Shout Any, out surprise. Anything that allows me to put something in a microwave where I previously would have had to cook it on the stove or put it in the oven, like I that is a product marketed directly to me. Yeah. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying just shout out surprise for to sell you a macaroni cooker and a GTX nine eighty T I and uh, the same Fries store. Is really the best. They're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It you is. Can't, you can't get that Not selection anywhere else. And we were talking too that they also had I had to do my best not to buy this, but they had orange flavor balls, the energy drink that I had. Yes. And, and Katie's mm. had said he has had that before and, and maybe is not as big a fan, but I have yeah. not tried it. So I was very tempted. Yeah. I have would you say tried orange the orange? Probably... I've never, I've never had the orange. Yeah. Orange is, is probably the weakest. I've got the, really? uh, the like regular, like blue, like the original, you know, the good balls, the blue balls. Yeah. Like the yeah. best. And then there's the, <laughs> Red. Oh, that was intentional. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm sure that was Red. intentional with their whole marketing thing too. They were like, "Ah, oh, blue balls!" Like they knew <laughs> they were gonna do. We'll that. make a sale. But no, uh, <laughs> yeah. the cherry's good too. The red, but then uh, the orange might. It's just a weird orange soda. Hmm. Well, not I'm gonna have best. to try it at some point. Yeah. But I, but I held off. I did not buy uh, an orange balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably for the best. I just want any any sound clips I can always derive from Brandon involving balls or wait, blue balls. I'm still waiting for that soundboard. It hasn't come. We, yeah, uh, I know. We need we need a Brandon soundboard from so many. There's so much gold from past episodes now. Um, can we get like a like we splice it up to where <laughs> I want the red balls? Yeah, exactly. Someone big, here can do that. Someone here has hard time cuts. and the ability to do that. So can we please? Yeah, for like, all, I mean, for all it. of like the photoshops and gifs, we don't. I'm surprised yeah. we don't have audio clips. Definitely need a soundboard. Um, all right, so that's what we've been doing this week. What about uh, what about what we've been what we've been playing? Hold uh, on, hold on. Oh, oh, sorry, I Katie, you a... have something to add? Okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. I, uh, go ahead. I surprisingly don't have nothing to add this week. I, uh, mm-hmm. A couple days ago, I went well, to we'll a park with some that, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, we'll see. Uh, I went to the park like late at night. With uh, my <laughs> friends of mine. <laughs> this is turning. All wait, right. this is already. All right. Wait. Okay, this is already here. Uh, wait. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. So we're pulling up. It's fun. We're gonna have a great evening. And then as we're, <laughs> Jesus, wait, what? I'm sorry. Can I just? Maybe you're gonna explain this, but you're going to the park late at night with your friends. Are you guys like playing laser tag or what's? Was no. there a agenda to the evening? No, we're just okay. Hanging out. No... Okay, fair enough. No, Go I was ahead. just gonna say, as we're pulling up to the park, there's another car already there, and we could see in the headlights that there was a couple holding hands, uh-huh. rushing quickly back to their car. Oh. And then we put two and two together that the the, the couple was probably fucking. Sure. And we interrupted in the their park. session. Yeah. Mm. So we all felt pretty bad about that. 
Okay. <laughs> we, were, we were thinking, like, should we go up to them and apologize? Like, hey, we didn't mean <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's... Even, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that leave. would be creepy that, at all. That's how you smooth things over. <laughs> yeah. They're probably having a great time up in the swings. They probably were. So, what did you guys end up? What did you guys end up doing besides in, in invading somebody's romantic time at the park? Probably nothing. We just uh, <laughs> wait. You're not sure. What you probably nothing. This is an event that happened. This in the is past. Sound like <laughs> took place. Oh. And, like forgetting the details. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the end call. I want to do it so badly. <laughs> Skype. I'm so confused. No, just, I mean, what do you do at a park? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the this one. This is who your went. story. We just saw swing. Oh, you saw. Okay, so just around. <laughs> you just are That's it. sticking around, hanging on the swings. Did you guys like have food that you can that you brought to have a little picnic too, or did you just? I mean, we went to Jack in the Box, but okay. I just found okay. it funny okay. that we turned right. up in couple evening. Now this is okay. getting real. All right, there we go. So you were just ashamed to say that you swung on the swings, but there's no shame in that, man. I mean, you're at the park anyway. It's Why not? Give a story. No, I just thought so, it was funny. That- but you didn't apologize though to the people, is what you're saying though. You just no, you didn't we didn't even them talk some to of your jack in the was... box as like a peace offering. Yeah, that might well, have been. I mean, yeah. the guy was probably a little tired. Did you <laughs> did you out. did yeah. you eat the jack in the box in the box before that you you knew you interrupted the people or had you not eaten it yet when we you had already left the we had already left the jack in the box. Oh, okay, okay, wow. So yeah. did that like scar? Like, are you still going to go to that park at night and hang out with your bros, or is that like not going to happen anymore? After you did that, probably still going to go to the park. Okay, all right. And and, and what's you were allowed to be at the park that late? This wasn't yeah, like it, mischief, was it, it? Yeah. Is no, it allowed? I don't know. I mean, I assume they closed down at some point, but there wasn't really anyone there. <laughs> mm. So. Mm. Okay. All right. Just trying That's, to keep things on the up and up here. Yeah, just making sure, making sure everything's legal and totally. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a lot of buying a <coughs> citizen. Citizen. <laughs> Okay, hmm. hitting the vape. All right. Um, well, let's talk about what we've been playing this week, and uh, when we're not playing at when we're not playing in the park on the swing, uh, interrupting people's uh, coitus. Um, <laughs> oh, I love just, Katie so much. Of course, you would use that word. Yes. Um, I just, I also just love the fact, like that is such a like where, like what I imagine, like the town that Katie lives in, and like it all just works so perfectly for me because like, you're in Indiana, right? in indiana yes am i correct okay yeah that yeah, sounds right. like something to do in indiana like not that i wouldn't i mean it sounds fun but i just it all fits together what okay so i well let's go with you katie since you were talking already i know that you've been playing some dark souls well obviously probably more than a little bit what uh what's going on with dark souls man is it the game of the year is it the uh game of the year? you know so far it's pretty good i don't okay. know a lot of really Big heads coming out this year, so I'll have to wait. Yeah, how, uh, but how, like, uh, how many hours have you put into it so far? Uh, I think I just passed uh, 60, which isn't like oh. crazy, but uh, yeah, I've, I've been it. It's, uh, I've been doing mostly the PvP. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun because uh, of all the different like gestures, you can just invade a world with like four other people in like a fight club and you can just lay down next to them like that gesture. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's so weird and fun. But uh, yeah, that's been basically just Dark Souls three and uh, Rocket League. Okay. I've been doing. Okay, and then I know you were talking about this a little bit before the cast, but just for people that haven't like me who haven't played any Dark Souls, would would it be if I was going to for some god not on stream but for godforsaken reason play this game off stream just for myself? Would I start? What should I start at the beginning? Should I start with three? What would? Uh, um, no, I would. Uh, 
Well, because the way it is on PC is that Dark Souls 1, you have to, like, settle with, like, the really bad, like, optimization. Right. Which most people don't want to go through. I think it's worth it. But uh, the average person, they don't want to settle with, like, you know. Because if you put it anything higher than 30 FPS, you have, like, weird, uh, like, physics issues. Right. Which you just don't even want to fuck with. And Dark Souls 2 is, it runs well, but it's definitely the weakest of the series. And that's why 3 is so good, because it's uh, easy to get into. Uh, you don't have to play previous ones, but if you played the first one, it's really catering towards like those players. Okay. But uh, yeah, three is a really good starting point for sure. Okay. And you have a PS4, so you can definitely get into Bloodborne. Yeah, that's what I. The game. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like Bloodborne. The more I even. think about it, yeah, I think Bloodborne yeah. might be. But I uh, I'm probably going to go back in this opinion like five times, but Bloodborne <laughs> might be my favorite of all of it, the whole series. Isn't Blood is Bloodborne the easier? "Quote unquote one or no? Uh, is that not, or is no. it still just as difficult as? It's as, just as difficult. I think towards okay. the end it gets a bit easier, but uh, it's still it's none of them are easy. Okay, all right, all right, cool. Brandon, what about you? What have you played this week? Um, the main. Thing, I know you've been playing some of that division. Yeah, right? yeah. The main thing I've been playing is the division, and uh, I guess our our first news hit uh, deals with mm-hmm. this, but uh, I can I can get into a little bit now. Uh, so they yeah, dropped a, yeah they dropped a new patch in the division which uh, changed some stuff like they added item trading uh, they added incursions which I guess is kind of like a raid but not really um, and then they 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 made they like changed up the loot a lot so they they basically made the higher tier of loot which previously was pretty difficult to get they made that drop like candy. So, like, there's a, some serious power increase for everyone because now everyone right. has better gear. Um, the incursion, so the, the, there's one incursion, and it's basically just, like, kind of a horde mode. There's, like, 15, uh, 15 waves, and you just have to survive these waves and, uh, and kill, like, an APC. And so I tried it with a group, uh, and, and we got rolled. Uh, and it took, it seemed like even getting it correct, like getting, getting to the end would take like an hour and it is just, I mean, this is just my opinion, but like, it was just super boring. Just the most, the most boring thing, not, not really skill based. Like you're just kind of, you're just kind of, you know, you're shooting stuff, you're reloading, you're like hoping that you don't hit the hit, hit an enemy that, you know, snipes you or something and. Like it's just it's so easy to wipe, and there's no checkpoints or anything. Like if you if you've ever played an MMO, and you go into a raid dungeon, you know that like there's a boss, and then if you kill that boss, you don't have to like if you die to the next boss, you don't have to restart and do that mm-hmm. previous boss again. But like this whole the whole thing is just one long continuous thing. So if you die on wave 14 out of 15, and your group wipes, you just start over. It, and it's just God. like it's it is just not it's not fun it is not fun yeah. um so anyway uh, i think i might be done with the division for a bit uh just because uh. like there's the incursion but then there the other stuff you have to do is basically like grind for crafting materials um and there's just not i don't know i feel like they yeah. just need to keep adding more to the game like i've got it's fun uh i just don't think i'm going to play much more of it until they drop another content patch or something how uh, many hours do you have in in it now um i probably have like 40 maybe like 40 or 45 Uh, i mean i've gotten like i've gotten a lot of fun out of it i think it was worth like it's worth the purchase Uh, but but they're trying to do something with endgame that i don't think is like i don't think is very novel or or creative or fun 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, props them for trying, I guess. But it's just like if you look at uh, if you look at MMOs like you know WoW or even even just like any raid boss in an MO, like I think has there are qualities that those fights have that make people want to kind of grind them. The incursion when I played it, I was like, I don't want to grind this. Um, yeah, and sure enough, like so. Getting into the this first news story, uh, well, you haven't gone yet, so actually, uh, maybe we should hold yeah. off. Uh, no, I mean, no, we can just go talk about it now, and then we'll just cut it. We'll just start yeah, with yeah, the yeah. second news so story because it's so, fine. Like so, people have been getting around uh, this, you know, this boring fight by like there's right. an exploit that allows you to kind of get. I think you get behind the APC or something. Like mm-hmm. you kind of glitch through a wall, and you just like spam grenades or something. Like apparently it's super boring, but like you can you can finish the fight in fifteen minutes by just brute force glitching through this wall, um, and so like basically any all of the people that are grinding the game have just been doing that, uh, and and so apparently like I guess Ubisoft has said they're going to punish these players or something who have exploited, but I don't think I don't know if they actually will because I'm bet, I'm betting it's a lot of players like probably all the players that have the best gear I think have been uh, kind of exploiting to get there. But, you know, it's yeah. like if Ubisoft doesn't fix it the, and the fight is pretty boring on its own, people are going to exploit. Like, that's just what, that's what happens. Um, exactly. It doesn't sound like the exploit is particularly difficult. Uh, it's kind of just a, yeah. Anyway, uh, they, they, like, good try, I guess. Uh, item trading is nice. You know, that's, like, something they should have probably had from the beginning. Uh, but I think probably swing and a miss with the incursion. And uh, so... I'll probably I'm probably going to put it down for a little bit, uh, especially with the new Hearthstone uh, mode coming out in the next week or so. Uh, I'll probably jump jump back into Hearthstone a little more hardcore. Uh, but that's pretty much all I played this week. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. And as far as what I've played, I started uh, I started the Uncharted franchise recently. I don't know how recently, but um, Naughty Dog released like a uh, up updated like texture, 60 FPS running uh, PS4 version of Uncharted. Uncharted 2, basically you get like all three games in one $60 package. So that was one that people have been telling me, like, you got to play. Like, you really like the Uncharted series. So I beat uh, beat the first game, and I'm, I think, I don't know, about halfway maybe, halfway through the through the second one. And uh, I'm really enjoying it a lot so far. I know, Katie, you wanted to talk a little bit about this. But uh, I really enjoyed the first game. Definitely um, the jump from the first game to the second game is actually pretty pretty incredible. Um, oh, yeah uh and uh but but i've really been enjoying it i i don't know like there's been some gameplay things honestly that have frustrated me and i'm not the greatest and i sure i'm playing on normal but there's been a few things like uh almost like contextual button pressing or like my character doing weird shit like you like nate dog not grabbing on the ledges at certain times where he will in other instances i've already got a lot of rage moment <laughs> a lot yeah, of rage pretty- moments happening on my stream about that um but overall i'm i'm really enjoying it and uh I don't know. What about what did you think of that? I, you're an Uncharted franchise player. Yeah, uh, played yeah, I played them all. I've uh, I definitely agree that the jump from one to two is pretty huge, and yeah. I enjoyed them. I thought it was pretty cool. Only thing that's disappointing about that uh, collection you were talking about, I was playing it uh, a few days ago, and uh, yeah. it's only just the single players. In two and three, there were some uh, multiplayer modes. In two, it was mm. like a it's kind of like an arena shooter yeah. going on, and that was really enjoyable. But uh, yeah, it's um, some fun games. I enjoy them. Yeah, but, they're uh, definitely like uh, you know, it's it's Indiana Jones popcorn, unbelievable story. You know what I mean? Like exactly. you know everything. Oh, I can't fine. believe he made that jump. Exactly. Oh, he <laughs> like, just barely got out. You know. 
Yeah, I, I said I need to make a compilation of every single time Drake like uh, almost falls off a ledge and gets grabbed by somebody, or vice. Exactly. You know what I mean? I was like, I would probably be like two hours oh, yeah. long, actually. No joke in all the games, but um, oh, yeah. yeah, really, really cool. And uh, I'm basically trying to get ready for Uncharted Four, which is coming out end of this month or next month. So uh, hopefully, be it's May. It's in May. Okay, yeah. So next yeah. month. So um, we'll be caught up with that. So I've been doing that. It's been fun and just some CS here and there, but um. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. The game's fucking just gorgeous, though. Like I, I two continues oh, yeah. to blow me away with how how pretty it is. And then people were saying, "Well, wait till you get to three. So I'm not even mentally prepared for how good. I mean, I felt the same way when I played The Last of Us Remastered on the PS4. Like 60 frames and like how fucking beautiful that. Oh God. Anyway, I know this is a PC podcast, but <laughs> let me tell you. It's uh, Nothing you know the PlayStation the graphics of the PS4 <laughs> of the PS4 the PlayStation the powerhouse. Can, can uh, when uh, when a game's made for it properly can can really do some wonders. So um, yeah, I think that's it for me uh, as far as stuff I've been playing. I'm sure chat will remind me if I forgot something. But uh, anyway, but yeah, the train section. Chat's talking about the chain train section, the fucking the train section, which is fucking really cool. But my god, even I was just getting my ass, dude, kicked because it was like I was Are having you moments about where, the beginning of the game. Or... Towards the beginning, yeah. Well, so you know, well, no, no, not the not the pro prologue, but it's basically right oh, okay. to the point. So it starts off with the you start off with having the train just crashed. So it's it's later in the game when you're actually figuring out how you got to that point where the train's been crashed. Oh like, yeah, so running yeah. across the top of it and all that. It's a, like a long level. Like you fight a helicopter. There's like a mm-hmm. lot of shit going on. Anyway, dude, I probably wet uh, I wiped there. In so many different, uh, so many different times, to the point I was just like rage, like trying to complete it. And there was one point where I finally got past a certain part. It went to a cutscene, and no joke, Katie, it the game glitched and it killed me while a cutscene was playing, and I don't even know what happened. Oh like, my, my! I heard God. the death animation. I have to clip it. I'm gonna put it on YouTube. But like, I was like, <laughs> look, guys, it's not even me. I don't know what's happening. Like, there was some really bizarre deaths, and a lot of it was like where I would do a jump like one way and he would grab on to, to a certain um, part of the train car and then I would do it again and he wouldn't do it. So oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to say like it's always the game, but sometimes like I was just like, it's so infuriating because I'm like, I don't know why it's doing that. But yeah, it's definitely a bit finicky. And there, there are a lot of times in those games that they just hit you with just a, a gauntlet of stuff to go through. Yeah. There's just like, yeah, it's a little bit overwhelming, but um, yeah. So, uh, so that's been that's been good. Are you gonna? I'm assuming that you're gonna play the new Uncharted. So you got a PS4. So. Uh, yeah. I don't oh. think I'm gonna pick it up at uh, 60. I think I might wait no. or go to uh, go to your local family video to. Uh, <laughs> yes. Might yep. that. Yep. I'm definitely probably gonna pick up the multiplayer. Maybe we could play some co-op sometime. Yes, uh, we need to. I'm totally down to do the co-op there once you awesome. uh, get up. Definitely. For sure. All right. Well, let's jump into some news. We already talked about the fact that Ubisoft was gonna punish players who exploited. The uh, Lost Incursion boss glitch. Um, and also, I don't know if we said how long. It looked like they were getting hit with like three-day bans or whatever. Um, but they said oh, okay. that they could wipe their stats if they really wanted to. I'm sorry, but the Division player base, from what I've read, is already dwindling. So I don't think they want it. I don't think I don't they're going to they do want that. It. I think if they wipe players' stats, they will literally have like five people playing that game anymore. I also yeah. didn't include an article that uh, was written about how um, mods on the subreddit uh, for this game uh, from Ubisoft, Ubisoft were deleting all of like the negative posts and questions about why is the player base like dwindling to like from 180 to like 24,000 and stuff like that um so anyway i didn't i didn't put it in here but i just don't think they want to do anything to antagonize people any more than they already have yeah i think it's kind of like like they have to they have to be real careful 
with uh, with the punishment they dole out because the people they're going to punish are the people that are playing hardcore, right? Exactly. So exactly. that's like the risk you run is you punish people and then maybe they stop playing and then your player base continues to fall. Exactly, yeah. There's really no easy way to, uh, I guess, to deal with that at this point. But All right, so uh, we've got a little bit of a, maybe a trigger name for some people. I know for me, not as much for Brandon, but Dean Hall, uh, his Rocketworks... Uh, company has released a vive exclusive out uh the game is called out of ammo and it is a it is a vive exclusive it kind of looks like i don't really know it kind of looks like a minecraft uh man i don't know minecraft like first person but you can like change perspectives if you've heard of that game unturned it kind of gets a similar look too yeah, and uh, okay, so I'll just read the description of it. Out of Ammo is an intense virtual reality strategy game for the HDZ Vive that puts you in the commander's seat against wave after wave of soldiers. It's built exclusively for the Vive. It uses motion tracking, obviously, all that stuff. Uh, you can even directly possess your units to directly engage the enemy, making use of cover and preparing your magazines carefully so you don't dot, 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 run out of ammo. Yes, there you oh. go. There's the title. Um, so anyway, it's actually gotten pretty, for, from what I've seen, it has like okay reviews so far. Um, but it kind of came out of this. The reason that it's a little weird is it kind of came out of uh, nowhere. No one knew that Dean Hall, Rocket Work Studio, were actually working on this. So that's yeah, part they of, knew they uh, were working on something. But I think uh, it's surprising that they released it in early access, sort of just out of nowhere, uh, and that it was a Vive exclusive game. So uh, it's kind of interesting yeah. that they're doing a VR thing. Uh, the The art style is like is not what I would have expected from yeah. uh, from that studio, Same. just because like. You know, Daisy is fairly realistic in terms of like the graphics and uh, and the way it played, but this is kind of a I don't know, kind of a blocky. Yeah, you said kind of like Minecraft type aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it looks cool. The trailers, uh, the trailers, pretty neat for it. I mean, and honestly, like anything that's like now that we're in the era of all these, v- you know, I think there's going to be just a wave of VR titles coming out if it turns out to uh, to be decent. You know that'll be that'll be yeah that'll be it, good. It looks like a game so. that, uh, from what I've seen so far, like it, it's kind of taking a chance on VR. Like if it's exclusive to VR, that from what I can tell from the gameplay of this game, it's yeah. not a game you would play outside of VR. So uh, either, exactly, either they have like a business deal with HTC, or or they're like yeah. really gambling on uh, on VR taking off here. I think, yeah, I think they definitely are. My favorite other part, of course, of, of any article like this, this was on PC Gamer, are the comments. And uh, the first comment in response to this article is, so guessing the normal setup of 10 years in alpha? <laughs> Question mark. Uh, wow. Other people, always, people saying, uh, always rocketing into other games. Why is he working on two games when he can't even finish one? Dean Scamhall, more like it. Anyway, so again, uh, you know. The Dean Hall name, even when it's not necessarily, you know, his his direct fault, uh, he is he is the scapegoat for. Yeah, I think the, he probably uh, get, he probably gets a little too much criticism for that. When uh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's like a long backstory to why Daisy is still well, in the sure. state that it is. Uh, but I mean, props to them for like putting out a game in early access that uh, you know that's like is kind of a, is kind of a gamble. Like this is a pretty exactly. bold. I think this is a pretty bold game for a brand new studio. Like, this is the first thing they're doing. Uh, so, you know, props to them for taking chances. Right, exactly. And, I, I mean, I think it is about probably getting a foothold right in this industry as far as making games exclusive for VR. So yeah. if this turns out to be like, if I mean, not, you know, 
they're probably not going to sell a tremendous amount of copies until the hardware starts becoming more, um, you know, like so a common purchase for people in people's homes. But yeah, there has um, to. I mean, this is a, this is a long play. And, sure. Uh, but I, I think it's uh, the other reason I say I think it's kind of a bold move is because the aesthetic and kind of the type of game it looks like is not immediately a game that I would think appeals to a fan of DayZ. And so, like, the built-in right. fan base that, you know, kind of Dean Hall might have is not necessarily interested in a game like this. So it, it's like it would have been... It feels like it would have been a lot safer for his next game to be, you know, something in, like, the military sim genre or something kind of like right. Daisy, right? But it's not. Like, this looks like a very different game. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. And it's obvious... I'm not going to lie. Honestly, even just looking at it right now, I don't have uh, any... I don't have, like, a vibe or anything like that, but it's not something that immediately would grab me and I'd be like, wow, that looks like a really fun experience. But, again, that's... It feels like maybe something that, like, if you if you were given a demo of it, like, if you got a to demo, actually try yeah. it out, I feel like it's a game that maybe it captures you. Uh, but th- that's kind of the problem with all these VR games, though, is, like, just yeah. watching a trailer, it's that's really like, hard to tell if that game is, yeah. like, actually any good or is any fun because you really have to be inside of the headset and experience it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, good luck, Dean, with uh, with this one. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Maybe Out of Ammo will become the Call of Duty for VR. Uh, Brandon, I mean, who knows? <laughs> We're going to be looking back in two years and be like, "Wow, man, they've released three Out of Ammo games." Hey, Treyarch has picked up uh, Out of Ammo <laughs> license for VR. Dude, we got we got loadouts and it's crazy. I don't know. Probably not though. I don't know. Um, no. You know, never say never. Jay Beebs always taught me that one. Um, I always wonder, okay. I wonder with some of these VR games if if the idea behind a studio that specializes in VR is like trying to get contract work for games that you know mm-hmm. will want to have VR because that's sure. that's like the thing I I'm just curious right like do they actually think this specific game is going to sell you know enough copies to run a studio the answer has to be no right no yeah. so like I'm curious what the what the goal is like if this is maybe a kind of a tech demo to show off the studio's skills so that then they can get contract work on bigger games or something like that. I'm, that's just speculation. But uh, I feel like that's sort of maybe the, the direction some of the small studios doing VR games are going, is like trying to get a reputation in VR so that then they can get the premium VR projects from bigger studios. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, all those have to all of those reasons I feel like have to be in play for something like this. Yeah, no one's expecting to get rich overnight over um, these these early VR titles, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it will be interesting to see as as VR continues to like um, as more games are coming out. Like, what will be the I don't know. Like, what will be some of these like flagship titles? Like, or the, or this yeah. must have games? Like, because I mean, there's there's going to be definitely um, a couple of those experiences as you know as the medium continues to be pushed forward. So we'll see. I just want to. I've been saying this for a while, but I just I want like a full interactive uh, two or three hour like movie like experience. In mm-hmm. VR, that's that's also interactive and and gets my like I need like someone to make like a a good David Cage like game in VR, please. Uh, yeah. In VR and where it actually and it turned you know like wouldn't that be mind blowing, Katie? Like that would uh, oh, I would keep the David Cage. I would keep the David Cage to be honest. You would keep so, David. Well, you know oh, he's course. got it. You know he's, he's a visionary. Stuff. He is. My God, if only Detroit his new game was going to be in VR. Oh, we'll have to see I would how it cry. Goes. I, I mean, fuck it. I'll play Heavy Rain in VR. You know what? Just do it. I don't even. I hate <laughs> Heavy Rain, but just just do it. I don't even. Oh care. wait, you hate Heavy Rain? I oh w- wow, Katie, we're gonna have an issue. 
We're gonna oh no, <laughs> I love Heavy no. Rain. Do you do you love it? Ironically or unironically? Oh, no, I it? really oh. enjoyed it. I thought the story was awesome. Oh boy. Oh, I we can't do this. Didn't I? We can't do this right now. It's okay. <laughs> this is like 1886 Jason. for me. This is like this oh, is, is it really. It is. What did you think yeah, of Beyonce's yeah. Souls? Did you think it was better or worse I, than that? I thought it was definitely better. I thought it was definitely oh. better. Yeah, I thought it was better. I thought, like, acting, but I still didn't I didn't think. I thought the story was totally, incredibly no. convoluted and retarded at the end, which I thought. I if, agree. Anyway, definitely. I can't do this. I can't do this right now. But uh, <laughs> we'll do this another, another time. It's fine. Well, we'll have to have a cast dedicated to our opinions on, on David Cage. We could definitely keep it going for a couple hours. We could. Uh, instead, we're going to move on to a Steam Controller hardware revision that is apparently in the works uh, as of right now. And I've honestly never gotten my hands on a Steam Controller. I've never uh, played with one. I don't know. Are you, do you guys, either of you, have a Steam Controller at this point? Or uh, tried them? Okay. I have heard. I do know a couple people that have them and like them. I feel like, though, it's also, like, it's pretty split. Some people, like, absolutely love the Steam Controller. And other people, like, claim that it's, like, super, like, clunky or it's too big or I don't know. It, does, it doesn't so, seem like it's set the world on fire. No, you know, like I definitely. think, the, especially given that what we heard about it from the beginning is like it's going to be so different, and and like it's kind of it feels like it has not really made that big of an impact. Like it's just oh, that's that's a thing you can buy, but no one's like, I feel like no one's talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Which again, uh, maybe that's why we're looking at these hardware revisions. It says could be in the works. This isn't a hundred percent confirmed, but. Um, Apparently, there's over 400,000 Steam controllers out there at, real ta- at, at retailers or in the hands of customers, and a timeline hasn't been specified, but they did um, at a GDC presentation, they talked about um, it's not so much any like new functionality, but they're saying that they're gonna, they might change the look and feel, which, again, seems to be one of the things that people that don't like it are saying they just don't like the way that it feels, so... Um, yeah, I think I'll read it's like, looking at it. They're trying yeah. to. I feel like they're kind of fixing something that's not broken. You know, like people yeah. who use Xbox or PlayStation controllers, and I think generally speaking, point. thing like people are happy enough with those. So yeah, I, like I, I don't have any desire to buy one of these because I already own a controller, and I just don't need. Like I'm not. I don't need to test a new controller and like hope that I like this this control scheme it has. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's um, yeah, and that I think that's also the reason that I haven't bought one either. Like I I even have a I'm using a really old. I need to upgrade to the Xbox One controller because my Xbox 360 wired that I use for like PC games that especially third person ones like the the like the sticks are actually starting to like lose all sensitivity, mm-hmm. so it's annoying. But even that I've used that for so long and it's worked so well for me that I've you're right. Like I haven't looked like I don't look at the Steam controller and go, oh that yeah, let's totally change how I feel like I would normally. You know what I mean? I mean like I with think the touch. it's like yeah. keyboard and mouse works well for a certain yes. type of game, and and controllers work well for other types of games. And like if yeah. you have a keyboard and mouse and an you know an Xbox controller, I feel like you're already kind of covering all your bases. Like what is the Steam? Where yeah. where does the Steam controller fit in? You know because like yeah. if you don't like the if you if you're playing a first person shooter, keyboard and mouse. If you're playing sure. you know a MOBA, keyboard and mouse. If you're playing like Rocket League or racing game or something. Like, the controller you have already works. So I don't... I haven't seen a place where I'm like, oh, the Steam controller would be perfect for this game. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a, I have an Xbox One controller and a PS4 controller that I use, like, for... Like, say, Dark Souls, I'd use an Xbox One controller, but for, like, a side-scroller, I love the D-pad on a PS4. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just think the Steam controller, I just hate the D-pad just on that. I really wish they had... If they're doing a hardware revision, I'd love to see, like, a physical D-pad on there, like, something really comfortable. 
and uh, it just it looks like the face buttons might be a bit too small. Just uh, like the whole concept. I remember like a while ago they were showing it off like the the big like touchscreen in the the middle. You could like set buttons to it, but it's just changed changed like so much over the years. I'd love to see some more changes. Hopefully they can make it more appealing to Definitely. more situations. And I think I know where I won't direct. Uh, direct address who said this exactly in chat to protect their innocence but we're overlooking a huge group of people brandon who or not necessarily a huge group but someone in chat said i bought uh, one talking about a steam controller because it was cheaper than a vibrator so there you go that's P- perhaps that's yeah. part of the market that they're not realizing that they're uh, they're tapping in on though i don't think that the steam controller was all that how much was it uh how much is it at retail i gotta look that up i don't it's 50 Okay, yeah, you can uh, trust me. I've done my research. You can get vibrators cheaper than fifty dollars. So I, say, I don't that think feel, that, was that feels the best like it's purchase. on the high end of uh, of that <laughs> type of purchase. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, there are more uh, economical ways to get what you're looking for. <laughs> absolutely, I feel like if that's what you're uh, that's what you're going after. Um, maybe it's also the shape that maybe they really enjoy the shape of the steam controller. That's true. Maybe, maybe maybe you get addicted <laughs> to that specific shape and then you can't help yourself. <laughs> you can't go. You can't go back. Um, all right, so uh, we have a f- couple news in the quick hits, but as far as uh, in kind of more longer form discussion, we have to talk about this fact. Uh, so the game Rust, uh, the game that Brad's not uh, on this week, but he should be back next week, uh, has sunk many, many, many hours into, and it's kind of admitted that it's, it's been a big time time sink of his. Rust has now assigned uh, players a random permanent gender, um, and that's this is kind of big news because a lot of people are upset about it. And um, kind of just going like what like I why I, why are you assigning me a random random permanent gender uh, like why is there why is this being done so the developers uh, kind of answered in kind of a snarky way I'm not gonna lie it, it felt a little and and we'll get into this a little bit more so I'm just gonna read you their 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 response so basically and, and when I say like it's like totally random like and you can't change it so if you get assigned yeah, to as tied, a woman or whatever else your steam ID so they randomly it's, generate yes. you know, like your gender and your your face exactly. and skin tone and stuff and right. it's assigned to your steam ID so like can't which is I guess has already been true with uh, even when it was just all male characters whether you were white black or yeah. whatever else like I think that was already being done but now obviously we're adding the gender thing so this is what uh, they've the devs have said they said we understand that this is a sore subject for a lot of people we understand that you may now be a gender that you don't identify with in real life we understand this causes you distress and makes you not want to play the game anymore technically nothing has changed since and then this is where I'm really going to have to question since half the population was already living with those feelings. So we're going to get into that in a minute. The only difference is that whether you feel like this is now decided... The only difference is that whether you feel like this is now decided by your Steam ID instead of your real-life gender. So so there's a couple... The thing that stands out with me here is I go, okay, so what they're saying here is that 50% of people that play Rust on a regular basis are females? And that's kind of where, uh, in the comments of this article, people are like, "Where are the like, where are these numbers?" Not denying that um, there are girls that play this game, but for the most part, and from people that have put a lot of hours into this, they don't seem to be coming across women near as much as uh, the developers would say. And fifty percent is a pretty like that's a, pr- I mean that's a pretty big number. So people are just kind I, of like honestly miffed by the this. The way I read um, it is is when he says half the population. I feel like he's talking about Earth and not the game population, but maybe. Ah, uh, okay, okay. See, that would be that. That's how it. Re- that's how it read to me when I fr- like okay. when I listened to what you said. 
Interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm so sure I, did, that... I took that as game population. You might be right. Even he probably talking about that would make more sense to me. Um, I think the it feels to me like the the issue is not the issue to me is like not that you're randomly assigning a gender now. It's really that like is this the best choice for your game to assign these things and not give people a choice in the first place? Because right, like right. I feel like it's maybe a it's like a maybe ideological thing. Like you should you know you don't get to choose who you are, and this is like a you know life mm-hmm. simulator. And so you have to just kind of like <laughs> yeah. deal with what you're given. Yeah. And so like I can kind of understand it from that perspective, but it's also a game, and people want to play games, you know, like that they that they're going to enjoy. It's, it's an escape. With. Like we're already we're all living the life simulator. We we've all rolled like we've all been rolled our Steam IDs, which are our lives and our fucking chromosomes, which we can't control. Right? Have already happened. So yeah. So for me, that this I mean I don't even play Rust, but like. I understand, like, okay, in that exactly what you're saying, Brandon. He's like, okay, comparing it to real life, people people go to es- people are escaping, and in, in they don't want like, I don't know. <laughs> to me, that it's just like a slap in the face. It's like, hey, here's this game where you can escape from your normal. Oh, but you know what? Guess what? You didn't. Uh, here's here's the lottery. You get you get rerolled, and oh, well, guess what? You're a you're a woman now, or not even being yeah. a woman, but being whatever else. It just and also like game like as far as like having that option to be able to craft whatever character you want. Is something that's pretty big in like games nowadays, and people really enjoy doing that and yeah. having that kind of flexibility. Not even and not even necessarily like uh, maybe they'll play multiple characters or whatever else. Like I, I don't know. It just seems yeah. weird to to it force feels like this. A weird choice to make. I mean, because not having not allowing people to customize means that you will probably lose. Like I don't see who you upset going the other yeah. way, letting them customize it, and sure, you know, like that's. A lot of games are famous for that, like the Fallout customization, cu- customization in MMOs. Uh, that's yeah. like a hallmark of some of those games is that you can customize all of this crazy stuff, and you know you make you make a character that looks like a celebrity or something, and that's funny, and people share that around. Like, I feel like you're sure. kind of losing you're losing that hook into your game, which is like, look at all this customization. They've built the customization. Right, but they're just like they're not getting any of the benefits that come with all of that work of how you know having to actually yeah. you know, model all of those penises and everything like that. <laughs> exactly, they did yeah, all the work already. This, yeah, I'm reading this uh, Eurogamer article where it was a uh, it was like an interview with Gary Newman, who's like the guy in charge, and he was talking about how like they're talking about how they hated that players were recognized by the names floating over their heads, right. and how in an ideal world people would be recognized by what they look like. And, uh, like, they say that, but at the same time, if I was playing a game like this and I was trying to meet up with a friend of mine, I'd be, you know, look for the naked blue guy with a giant <laughs> lips. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it sure. kind of goes against, you know, if I'm not able to make the guy look like, then, I don't know, it just it doesn't really benefit anyone doing this. And then, and then they're getting called out, too. Gary Newman's getting called out for this other quote where they're talking about that they, they landed um, – they discussed how this decision avoids wasting development time on complex character creation suites, huh. or suites, which is something he feels other games have become somewhat defined by. So, like, part of me, and, and they, he gets called out for this in the comments, where people are like, "So it's lazy." Like, people are like, "This is laziness. This has nothing to do with trying to make a like a real like Rust more realistic, like real life, where you're you know who who you are is who you are forever." Which, again, especially in today's world, we have already proved. Uh, you know, uh, is not true anymore, especially with a lot of the transgender stuff. So let's not even get into that anyway, because that can be changed. But um, yeah, and and saying that like it's wasting development time on complex character creation suites, which I, I feel like 
I just I don't know. In a game I'm like this, in a game like this, I feel like you you are you are going to force people to to like play the game differently. Like let's say let's say that you know you're you're a male, but like in MMOs, some males want to want to play as females, right? Some want to play sure. as males. Like yeah. they want to they want to create the character that embodies the way they want to play the game, and like Rust is making that decision for you. And you don't know what that decision is until you've bought the game and loaded it up. But now, like you're forced to play as, as you know, like a like a black lady or something. But you, sure. but you're like a white male, and how to? That's not how I want to play the game because I don't know, you know, like that's that's not what I would choose necessarily. Sure. Um, and that feels well, like yeah, a weird choice to make for people to take away because all you're choice, taking yeah. away like the comfortability of the game and forcing them to to play as a character they don't identify with, and that's. Like I just don't understand what the benefit is of making that choice for people. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, and the only <laughs> anyway, there's comments and like there's people on both sides of it. Some people just being like making this into like that. It's oh, it's because all of these angry. It's like yeah, all of these angry males like they're hating because like there's it has nothing. It literally has nothing to do. From what I'm seeing from the outrage, it has nothing to do with the fact that women are in the game at all. It has to do with the fact that there's no choice given and if their character right is rolled as as a woman or if they whatever else like they would just they just want the option so like you, uh, it'll you be interesting the, to see you, you play the game really differently as a man versus a woman like i remember yeah. uh in star wars galaxies my main was yeah. a female and mm-hmm. and like i actually kind of regret that because people would assume i was a i was a woman and that mm-hmm. was like kind of weird but you just you get used to it but like i chose to sure. play that way right i chose to sure. play a, to play a female character but I wouldn't necessarily like. I don't want that choice made for me. And now, sure. whenever someone okay. recognizes me in game, like they assume I'm a woman, some people don't like. They wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, or vice versa, whatever. Like if you're a female playing and you get a male character, yeah. like I mean, it goes. It works both ways. Like you know, it, it's not just. I don't know. The chances, I, uh... that, the chances that you get a character that you would have made yourself are like zero, right? Seem it's not the random assignment is going to be probably vastly different than you would have chosen and if if you're lucky it's like slightly different than you would have chosen but that's like yeah. what well, i just don't see why i don't see why you'd put the customization features in the game and then not allow people to go wild with it right like that's the point of a game like that if you want to be a you know a tall dude with a like laughably large penis then do that yeah or sure. you know like it's just that well there's like... nothing laughable laughable about a large penis brandon but i see what you did there <laughs> Or, or if you want, yeah. vice versa, if you want to be a guy with a micro sure. penis, like that's fun, sure. that's like funny in a way you would you would embrace the way you play the game based on those choices, you know. But it comes back to the choice, yeah. I, I just I don't. Anyway, personally, I I don't I don't really see the the point behind it other than, you know, maybe they really do think this is going to change. Like this is like I almost feel like it almost kind of feels like the, I don't want to say holier than thou, but kind of like oh we're so artsy. Yeah, and this is a decision. Like, yeah, look at like, it and it's just like, vibe. it doesn't like you're. It's fucking. I'm not saying that Russ is a bad game or whatever else, but it's like, I, I don't. I don't think doing this gives your. It's totally clear. Like people are just upset, and I think it's missing the mark. But maybe, maybe the devs are love. Maybe they're like, we knew this would happen. I think they're fr- are they French devs? Yeah, they're fr- no. I don't know if they are. I don't think so. But Gary Newman they- made Gary's mod. I don't think he's French, is he? No, he's not French. He's not French. That's right. I don't know why I got French. Where did I get French from? I don't know. Oh, it's because it's Face Punch Studios. You just wanted the accent. You wanted 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 the accent. accent. I wanted to be uh, deep. I don't know. (laughs) I 
Yeah. I'm just so look. We'll, I look. We'll if I want, happens. if I want to role play in Rust as a man with a micro penis, something I cannot identify with in in real life, clearly, uh, yes. I'm not going to get a new Steam account to try and re-roll to get my micro penis. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh over, God. Sure. Like how many times? Like re-rolling, re-rolling, re-rolling. Like yeah, you know, maybe you could buy. Maybe you can buy a re-roll ticket on the Steam Marketplace. For like, I will only respect. I will only respect Rust if they come out with penis microtransactions where you can change your dong or even or whatever. You're also your yeah, vagina. So they're really and your missing meat the mark. That's here. genius. They're really missing like, the mark. Is you can you can swap get the out. community involved, right? Right. And, then, and TF2 sells hats. Rust can yeah. sell. Rust can sell labia and, and micro penises. A hundred percent. And then design ones that are tattooed, made by the community, just like Steam skins that get yeah. voted on. Like this is anyway. We need one. you know what we need to we need to make a game that basically just rips off Rust and does exactly what we're saying if Rust isn't going to do it and has the most insane like the game's actually total shit, Brandon. But the actual character <laughs> customization is the most insane of any game of all time. Like yeah. I think that alone, honestly, like for how much people love character customization. Oh, someone's gonna steal my idea now. But literally, make a game that has no substance other than running around and maybe you do a few things and it's like you just have. There's nothing really gameplay wise, but you have just it's just insane for the character customization. Mm-hmm. You would sell a shit ton of copies. Uh, maybe it would burn off after like three months, but you would be rich and you could retire. Yeah. We need to do that. We need to make that game. We got to go in the other uh, direction. This this feels like an opportunity, Scott. It does. No, it really does. Like seeing how upset people are about not having character customization, we'll literally call it character customization or something. Yeah. We'll literally we'll we'll meme on it. Oh my god, this is such a good idea. All right, we need. All right. Yeah, we need to stop now. We'll we'll talk about the rest we'll, of this. We'll off, talk about it after stream. the cast. But we're making this. Thanks for the idea, boys. <laughs> yeah, Katie's just <laughs> hangs up. He's the been taking notes the whole all time. Uh, it's over, dude. Oh man. Uh, okay, so let's get into some quick hits here. Uh, there is a mod that reimagines Goldeneye uh, 007 in Doom, and so it looks. Um, I don't know, actually. It looks pretty. It actually looks pretty neat and looks pretty uh, true to uh, to Goldeneye. Um, so, uh, God. It's always hard. I always want to be like when I when I'm on this because there's people watching live. I want to be like watch the video and then I'm like oh there's also audio listeners. You guys can't <laughs> do that. But in the article you can actually check it out. Um, it looks pretty. It looks pretty neat. And uh, so something worth a uh, something worth a look. Uh, it's just cool. I'm not sure like, Doom. Doom is such a moddable game that there are still yeah. people modding Doom. Exactly. It's man. I, I don't. It's think actually like I'm going to go out yeah. on a limb and say I don't think the new Doom will have this kind of lifespan. <laughs> No, I agree. <laughs> I, that is definitely I going think out you're on the money with that. But it is actually really cool to see with like uh, you know with like the Doom engine, seeing how it's you know how Goldeneye yeah. is put into it, and it actually, I mean, definitely is looks like pretty pretty true to it. This looks like it's running at a crisp sixty FPS. I could be totally wrong, and this probably yeah. not, but it looks uh, pretty nice. It's pretty nice. So anyway, uh, it's trying to get the name. Uh, does it have a proper name so that people can look it up? Um, not sure if it does. I'll have to take you, a look. I think if you Google uh, Goldeneye Doom, I would be You'll shocked if you find don't it. find the right <laughs> yeah, thing. It's probably true. So anyway, it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, check out the video if you get a chance um, on the podcast post. Um, Titanfall 2 teaser trailer is out. It is revealed. And... No, I'm Peggy just kidding. I, personally, I played some Titanfall. Uh, I thought it was an okay game, but nothing. And I feel like most people felt like it wasn't as... You know, Titanfall was maybe one of those games that had some of the most hype right, of any game ever. Before it released, was that fair? Not necessarily. At the I would top say of that, I would say it, it is one of crazy. the games that had the most outsized hype compared to like yeah, the hype what? it would have deserved otherwise. Totally, totally. 
So uh, Titanfall 2 is uh, coming out. It's going to be PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And there's not there's not too much information in the teaser trailer. It's I mean it's truly a it's a, it's a proper teaser. It's like forty maybe thirty nine seconds of actual, um, like trailer and then the Titanfall logo. Are you I mean did you Katie or Brandon? Did you guys play much uh, Titanfall? I I, uh, I did. I played, I played I the got beta. It okay. <laughs> yeah, I played the beta. Too. That's about as far <laughs> as it went for me. Yep, that's, I that's actually, all I really uh, have to say. Yeah. I haven't played it. I, I got it on sale for $5, like at some sale, and I still haven't touched it. I remember back in the day when the beta was popular, I got a code, and then I ended up selling it on eBay for like $40. Someone oh, paid wow. for it. Nice. Yeah, that was the... Uh, so, yeah, I did get it. Uh, yes. Yeah, I love Titanfall. Yeah, it really, uh, really turned out well for me. <laughs> they uploaded this teaser trailer as unlisted. Yeah, that's really yeah. edgy that's some, right there. Guerrilla marketing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, no, and I, I don't think Titanfall was a bad game by any means, even from the, the little bit that I, I played. I just personally, for me, this doesn't do anything. But I know some people will be excited about I mean, it. I mean, sure. we talked about it back so, back in the day. I don't know what yeah. cast that would have been, but I think like the like, the thing that I found weird was the the AI element. Yes, yes. And like that that seemed like, like the it killing was, the creeps for points and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like that that was, yeah, that, uh, was... Uh, that was the thing I didn't like because you know I would I would think I was targeting a player. And then it was just AI. And it was like, oh, well, now because I was focused on the AI, the actual player who can actually aim and kill me now has the jump on me. And so it just felt like no- there felt yeah. like a lot of noise. And yeah, totally. so, like, I think they the concept is cool, uh, but I think they, they need to really tighten up, like, what the core mechanics of that game are. And the AI just felt like it just felt like noise. It felt like it was. The, the AI felt like it was a, in place for a tech demo and never got taken out. Right. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's exactly how I kind of felt about it. Felt about it as well. I. So we'll see. Who knows? Maybe Titanfall uh, two will. Uh, I mean, maybe I think all of us. Be knew, more of this all stuff. of us knew it was getting a sequel, so it was well, just sure. a matter yeah. of when. Yeah. And so they're revealing more in June, I guess, around E three. Yes. Yes. Of course. So you've so. been teased. Yeah. Absolutely. I do hope we get a single player though, because I feel like they could do yeah. something with that. Yeah, I'm, I probably would have played a single player piece of Titanfall when it's just all AI and you can kind of just absorb the world. Uh, but that multiplayer, yeah. it just it didn't it just didn't click for me. Yep. Same. All right, two more quick hits we've got here before we jump into the new releases. Um, ESL Cologne is going to be the next one million dollar major. Uh, Valve has said so. Uh, it's going to be uh, July eighth. Um, so yeah, so we had obviously the first $1 million major in Columbus, um, obviously liquid won that, uh, LG <clears throat> won that, um, Ooh. liquid should have probably won that. Um, did you choke there or sorry, I, I choked, <laughs> I choked on, oh my, <laughs> sorry, my throat's <laughs> constricting. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that's exciting. It's good to see, uh, Val putting, you know, a $1 million prize pool for, for CSGO. We've been, we've been asking about, about it for a while. Like, where is this, you know, Dota's, Dota has these million dollar tournaments, uh, CS is getting um, not necessarily as big, but it's starting to to get to that level. So I mean, I think CS um, is CS in in terms of mind share uh, is just sure. as big. But yeah. the question is, like, the prize pools are getting there. Yeah, they are. It's definitely going in the in the right direction. So definitely going to be um, exciting. The last uh, last major was fantastic. So yeah, I mean, Dreamhack um, was just this past weekend. I feel like if you're that's a, right. If you're a Counter Strike fan, I mean, just I feel like every weekend you've got something to watch. You could just, it really you could just is. absorb Counter-Strike nonstop. 
it really it really is and i was just thinking too how like especially like this generation or, or even just living in this time period like consuming stuff like uh like counter-strike or esports e- in general like traditional sports you're like okay it's made a big deal of like when like the monday night football right or games are like you, you can kind of like center uh like if you're going to watch it around a certain time but like because these tournaments are all over the place right it's in sometimes in north america mostly in europe and stuff like that like if you're trying to watch this like you have to go to work or you have to wake up super early yeah. in the morning like you were saying same thing with dreamhack yeah dreamhack totally started at like thing. it started at like 2 30 or 3 pacific yeah. and so the first game is is coming on when i'm going to bed and i'm just like yeah oh man i you know i want to stay up and watch it but i just yeah. can't it's- it's like hard to consume it all. I mean, it's yeah. good like that we're living in an age where there's just literally a, you can watch matches, whether it's even just smaller online leagues that aren't lands. But there's always something to watch every single day. It's actually yeah, almost it's, overwhelming. It's, like, it's a cool so. problem to have that you know sure. this that this uh, this tournament that's across the world, you know, is like it's being broadcast at, in real time. Whereas in the TV, yeah, I exactly. feel like in the TV era. They either wouldn't broadcast it or they would like delay it so that they could broadcast it prime time in your area. But it's like you're getting just the live broadcast. And if you're not awake for it, then you got to watch the VODs. But it's, it, it yep. feels so much more real. Like it's not, I, I still feel like it's not, it's well produced and all of that, but it's not, a, it's not like it's a product being sold to you. It's still sure. like real and raw, which I love. Agreed. And I think that's, yeah, one of the huge appeal of esports, at least especially with Counter Strike, definitely. Um, yeah, and congrats to NIP obviously for winning. Um, and I for winning like DreamHack. That, like, that, I just that, wish that cool. I, there's a part of me that wishes, you know, like if you're in high school or, or in college, you you have the opportunity to, you know, if you have a few friends that are into it too, like you. There's a part of me that wishes I could like stay up and and my friends and I would just stay up literally all Saturday night watching, you know, watching a DreamHack. Like I'm never gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna have that again because like I'm a, sure you know I'm an adult exactly. and my friends go to sleep you know yeah but like yep. if you're in That's high true. school or college you could you know you have that opportunity to like stay up all night and watch it watch a game with your friends because you don't have to go to work the next day yeah exactly yeah um so yeah, I agree definitely a good problem to have but uh, it is it is just there's so much Counter Strike going on right now all across. From from majors to minors to you know just people streaming. So, um, all right, quick hits. Last one. Netflix has begun uh, their HDR video rollout, uh, which I just thought was interesting because obviously all of us consume Netflix uh, here on this cast, and I think probably most people uh, that watch or listen to this podcast do as well. So HDR video that displays millions more shades of color and extra levels of brightness than normal ones. Brandon, I was like, for a second, I was just trying to, and then I was like, oh shit. Brandon was like, well, your phone, like your phone has HD, you can take HDR photos, right? Like, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, that's where I probably interact with HDR the most at all. Like, and I don't really take HDR photos that often, but, um, so apparently there's some HDR content already on, uh, Amazon as well. Um, but, um, they're claiming this is going to be a huge, like, they're, they're banking on this being a, a pretty big deal. I don't really know if I've watched. Have you ever watched any like HDR, like straight up HDR I programming? I don't think I have. I, I mean, it, I like have. I would think it looks different enough that I would have known. Sure. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's something that if I saw side by side HDR and non HDR, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's that's a huge difference. But I'm right. actually not sure. Exactly. Yeah, same. So I don't think I've seen any. They're pushing think, so. I don't think there's uh, much HDR content out in the wild right now. So I pro- no. we probably haven't seen any. Yeah, so they're they're starting with with Netflix. They have their their show Marco Polo, which I was like, eh, whatever. I watched the first season. I thought it was okay, but um, it's going to be the season one has is HDR, which is now available uh, on Netflix. And 
There's also going to be a difference. There's a, apparently, this is in the UK though. The rollout coincides with the change in price in the UK. Um, for na- uh, until now, so the price in the US. So, yes, because I that did not go well. The last time Netflix did that big price thing, I, it wasn't just the price, but it was also. What did they remember that whole backlash? I remember when Netflix just oh, went yeah. back altogether. I forget. I mean, it's yeah. They did the right thing, but that did not go well. So we'll yeah. have to I see. I mean, it's still Netflix is still a ridiculous value for the price they charge. Sure. So it's like even if if they did raise the price, I mean, I'm not gonna like boycott Netflix. It would just be like a mild inconvenience. Like oh, you know, oh they they raised the price. I'm gonna pay you know twenty dollars more per year for this thing that if it was not Netflix would cost me like hundreds of dollars per year. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and again, like I'm waiting for them to really lock down. I don't know what I know. They cap like how many because I I mean, basically, I pay one for one Netflix account and literally my brother-in-law, my sister, my brother, mom and dad, they all use it. They stop that because you can only do two streams at once. So they like they know you do that. Right. Exactly. Um, But that's what I like. They don't seem to mind. They just limit the number of streams you can watch at the same time, which is really generous because like every other service, you know, you like you just don't. You can maybe watch one at a time, and they have a max number of devices and all sorts of restrictions. Like, Netflix doesn't do any of that. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see, though. Um, but, yeah. So, anyway, be on the lookout for HDR video content from from Netflix. So, um, all right, Katie, bring us into the new releases, my friend. All right. So, uh, a few new releases this week. I was going to cover this, but uh, for, it came out on the 14th, but I'm just going to cover it here. Well, Final, uh, Final Fantasy IX which originally came out on the PS1 a long time ago, was ported to the PC with a nice graphical makeover. And apparently it's a lot better than the ports of 7 and 8 that had a lot of issues with uh, like DRM and signing in, making accounts, and like butchering the soundtrack. But uh, apparently this one is pretty good. And uh, it's, going, it's on sale right now for $16.79 on Steam. So definitely pick that up. That's one of the more higher-claimed Final Fantasies. But uh, other than that, we have, yeah, the Banner Saga 2. I don't know if any of you play the first Banner Saga, which uh, it's one that I see come up on sales a bunch, but I've never been that interested in it. But the sequel's coming out on the 19th. I've heard it has been described like a Game of Thrones crossed with a Disney movie. Like, it's like a role-playing strategy game with, like, some really nice cutscenes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it does. It looks beautiful. The cutscenes, like... Sick. Yeah, and the oh, first yeah. one is seventy five percent off. It's only five bucks right now. That seems like a decent deal. Mm-hmm. If you want to get started with the series, definitely go for that. And two is going to be on sale for seventeen ninety nine if you pre order it. It'll go back up to nineteen ninety nine once the game comes out on the nineteenth. Then finally, we have a game called Pollen, which I'm pretty interested in. Yeah, this looks but, really. Uh, good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's. It takes place in like an alternate timeline where the Kennedy assassination never happened and the internet was never invented and the space race kept going on and on and uh, the story looks like it's pretty interesting. It's uh, one of the VR games, which you can still play on a monitor, but it was looks like it was definitely meant to be played with VR. Uh, you go through like a station, uh, like a space station on like Saturn's moon, trying to see what happened before you. Kind of like a a Soma vibe to it. Definitely has a Soma vibe from what I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks like an atmospheric oh, yeah. game for sure. Definitely. Definitely. But, yeah, no word on a price for that yet, but that comes out on the 20th. And that's right. going to be it. Yeah, so pretty light on the releases, but uh, so maybe, but maybe all three of these seem like legitimately good games or good yeah. series. So, yeah. well, I mean, Final Fantasy, again, depends on which uh, one you're talking about, I guess. But uh, 
Yeah. There you go. At least there a game, like a name people recognize. Sure. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. It's Can't not like a clicker quality, or yeah. one of those like hentai. It's not like a, as, as, uh, I don't know something else. What is it? A soda drinker pro, whichever <laughs> one came out. It's nothing like that this week. All right. All right. Well, let's jump into some viewer questions here. We've got uh, Fat Attack eighty two. What's up, Fat Attack? By the way, uh, what's the most rewarding skill based technique? Uh, example: strafe jumping, skiing, combos in uh, FGs. Uh, for you to pull off in a game, that's a good question. Most rewarding skill based technique. <sighs> uh, something I think of. I'm not sure how like valid this is, but in Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, you can just quit out at any time during the game. And so really getting down the like exact like button menu or like what buttons you have to press to go like right the through the menu memory. and games. Just... Yeah, the muscle memory. So if you're like a <laughs> boss fight or if you're about to die, you, you know just... you're gonna wipe, you just quit. Yeah, and you can load the game back up and you're in the same spot, but all the enemies have been like reset to where they are and you'll be outside <laughs> of the boss favorite, room. So your favorite thing <laughs> is glitching or not glitching, I mean it's allowed, but is is <laughs> essentially Soft resetting your game so the enemies go away. <laughs> yeah, <And> just, then... <laughs> yes, just, just to be yeah, clear, cheating. that is okay. your most rewarding skill-based technique. <laughs> Again, uh, not sure how valid that is. There's some skill sure. in the, uh, you know. No, I mean, it's valid if you think it's valid. I just, again, want to double-check that that is your answer for most yeah. rewarding skill-based technique. Yeah, we can confirm that cheating might be the most rewarding thing I can okay. do in a video game. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to even think for me. I, I don't really... I'm trying to think even anything in CS. Like, I'm not good at bunny hopping. I can hit a few hops occasionally. That's always fun. I but think that's... Like old school bunny hopping was really yeah. fun. But they've, they've, taken, they've taken most of the bunny hopping out of the game. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely... It's not anything like it was in Source or, or uh, even before that. So I, I don't like... Um, so, I mean, that is rewarding to hit a few hops, but I'm no foon. Um, other than that... I'm trying I, tell to think. You, I tell you what comes to mind for like that's in that same realm as bunny hopping is uh like do you remember the old jump maps like Beanstalk? Yes, that's I true. I remember that that was super rewarding like to get to the top of Beanstalk. Oh, those are the days. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think like even single player if there's like games that I like always came back to and and played a uh played a shit ton. Um Yeah, not really. I mean <laughs> Uh, just thinking about KD being like, yeah, cheating is my most rewarding skill-based technique that I have. Oh, my God. But I know what you're saying, though. I mean, it, it does, like, for the muscle memory so that you don't... Because if you fuck that up, then you are going to die there, right? And then, yeah. you, have, you know, you're just kind of... Hmm, okay. Probably a better answer I could have thought of if I thought uh, about it for a bit longer. Uh, that's what came to your mind first. There is no wrong answer for these questions. That's the key, always. Yeah. That's um, a good example in chat. Aerials in Rocket League. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. Um, I think mine mine would be. Well, I'll let you think for another second, Scott. Mine mine would sure. be. It was in the example, but mine is probably strafe jumping from the old the old Quake games. Like <laughs> I've I've put so many hours into like trick jump maps and stuff uh, in enemy territory and in Quake Three that that's just one of my most favorite things to do is like master the movement in a game like that. Um, so like strafe jumping and trick uh, trick jumping in the Quake games is some of the most fun I've ever had. And there's even, like, I was never able, I was never able to do some of the crazy stuff in Quake. Uh, but if you if you uh, look on YouTube, some of the old, like, you know, 
quake trick jumping montages it's like some honestly insane stuff like just the timing and everything required to get around some of the quake maps uh specifically designed for trick jumps it's mm-hmm. just like it's still it still just is crazy to me i love watching those videos even you know they're like over a decade old now yeah um quick scoping noobs with the intervention tim that is a great that is a good one though honestly man a nice nice little quick scope run dude yeah absolutely agree with that uh another one spray control and cs is real satisfying agreed uh, even across like source doesn't really count because there was really no recoil but um like in 1.6 like a cross map like a cross map deagle headshot or something that, yeah man yeah that's true that's, that's always some really kind satisfying. of feeling uh spray transfers and, and cs are really satisfying um Definitely, definitely some good answers there. All right, we will move on here. Good question, though, by Fat Attack. Uh, Dad Booty uh, asks us, why is a taco pie called a taco pie when it is neither a taco or a pie, but actually and casserole? <laughs> Which I think you meant to say a casserole, but uh, all right. Uh, I put this um, question in uh, because, one, I had control over what questions went in the document, and uh, my yeah. wife was on she was doing a cooking stream this evening and making a dish called taco pie oh wow and That's so super- but so taco pie is is not a pie like it's it is more of a casserole like it's just got uh, like pillsbury crescent rolls so i mean i thought this is like this is like an existential food question of why a dish is called mm-hmm. something that it's not and i don't i don't have a good answer uh because mm-hmm. it is an casserole in fact so I was wondering. Yeah, so you... I don't even know if I've I, I've had I've had blah, excuse me I have had taco pie before, but I, it's not something that I eat with much frequency. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely casserole. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of things that are named seem like for some reason totally incorrectly. I think I think taco casserole sounds way worse though, yeah. than, or less appetizing than taco pie. I feel like when you say taco pie, you kind of understand what it means. It's like oh, it's it's got kind of the taco. ingredients right, like probably some some taco meat and maybe. You know, like things you would expect to find in a taco, but it's in kind of a, you know, it's in either a pie dish or like a cake dish or something. I think it gets the point across. Casserole is a long word. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. That could also be why. Just nice two short words. Taco pie. Yeah. Taco casserole. Yeah. It rolls yeah. off the tongue nicely. Yes. Um, okay. All right. So Shocky Walkie asks us. What is your earliest vacation memory? Specific, not just or specific, not just a place, but like an event such as the nasty, such as the nasty ass feeling of sandy hair. Clearly, that is Shocky Walkie's first vacation memory is nasty ass sandy hair. Um. All right, that's wow. We're going deep. We're trying to plunge the recesses of our memories here. <laughs> wow. Um. I should have brought lube. Someone should have brought lube for this. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> I don't know. I. I remember we used to go to um, my family used to go to this place. Uh, I think I don't know if it was yearly uh, Sandy Cove, which was like a Christian retreat center. Uh, I think oh, yeah. in New I think in New Jersey. And I honestly, some of my earliest memories are uh, being in like uh, the stuff for the kids during that time because basically it was for the parents and they would go to like they would hear like speakers and stuff like that. Um, and then they would just shuttle the kids off like it was just like daycare during the day. And I just remember like always there just being so many cunts that I had to deal with <laughs> as a young kid. Like, oh, and like, like, and I just always remember hating going to like it was fun to go to the beach. But like it was when we had to go to the kid activities and like 
they would just put you in like a hot gym. It was like a really old kind of um, like there was some nice areas, but like there was just this old gym and they'd just be like, hey, play for four hours. Play play for four hours in the in the sun instead of going to the beach while your parents are over doing that. And I always hated it. So that was one of my earliest vacation memories. Pretty depressing. I'm already, but I was like, question has already paid off for me. Oh, God. Yes. Kristen, Kristen Kunz. Sorry. I mean, I, at the time, I didn't think probably like that. I, I just I probably was like, wow, these kids are really fucking annoying. No, I, I wouldn't have even known the word fuck. Even these kids are really <laughs> crampy my style. I probably would have thought really freaking uh, annoying, really freaking annoying. <laughs> um, and I remember there was one dude there. This is actually really bringing back memories. But there was one dude there who actually helped out with uh, the kid stuff. I think it was like volunteer. And his name was Jason. And I like idolized this dude. He was like a good looking athletic like jock kind of. I mean, I was really young at the time. This sounds, this sounds like a, a sexual thing. It wasn't. I was just a young, impressionable kid, and he was like the cool dude. All right, so don't don't go there. But anyway, like I idolized him, and then he was only there like two years, and then like the third or fourth year that we went, I like he he never came back, and it like just destroyed me because I would always like look forward and be like, there's this one ray of sunshine, Jason, who like he was cool to hang out with, and then he never came back. And I so this is like uh, if this is like I don't know if I can post on like misconnections or something. On, um, <laughs> Jason, if you're out there, he's probably like 45 at this point with children. Um, you know, if you ever want to meet up, dude, remember Scott Fisher from from Sandy Cove. From, um, I feel like I mean, at least there. you do have enough details that I feel like if he saw that misconnection, he would know who he you would, were. He, he probably would, would. He probably would. He would. We used to play ping. We used to play table tennis against each other quite a bit. Um, yeah, Jason. Wow, really. We choked. <clears throat> choked up. Uh, Katie, what about you? Do you have any uh, vacation memories, or what's your earliest? Uh, I'm trying to think here. Nothing really eventful. Just no. uh, no, not really. Did your did your family like go on vacation like every year, or did, was it just like random if you would go on vacation like during the summers uh, or? You know, we used to when I was a lot younger. We used to like go not really far. Like maybe we'd go to like Chicago just to. Like, not very far. Just, like, go to, like, an amusement park, I guess. It was nothing really eventful, but not very much recently. Okay. All right. What about you, Brandon? You got any early vacation memories? Um, the, early, go on. the early ones I can remember are, uh, like, we would usually take a beach trip each year because uh, we lived in South Texas. So, it, you know, we could drive three hours and we were at the beach. Uh, so we'd go to a place called Port Aransas in Texas. And there are like okay. a bunch of, uh, you know, there's like a bunch of kind of resorts and stuff there. Um, and I just remember like the beaches at Port Aransas are not that great. Like if you compare them to the Caribbean or, you know, to just any any place you think of when you're thinking of like nice beach. Texas doesn't have the greatest beaches. Uh, but, you know, like as a young kid, you don't care. You know, like sure. I just remember building, you know, building sandcastles. Oh, I remember we would go... Uh, we would go crab hunting late at night. So like my dad had a four wheel drive truck and we would go out at like midnight and we would, and we'd get nets. Like we had proper nets and everything and we would catch crabs. It was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's always, that's a fun. How old were you at this point? Would you say? Uh, I was probably, it was probably like, you know, seven or eight maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. But nice. yeah, like you, you don't realize that there are all of these crabs that come out at night. And so he would just drive, we'd drive on the beach with the headlights on and uh and we would run and we man we caught some we caught some crabs that was fun times cry up catching yeah i just have to honorably mention uh (laughs) coco nixie whose earliest memory i guess on vacation because this is just incredible i'm assuming this is true because this just sounds too insane (laughs) to be made up 
My earliest vacation memory is going to San Diego, getting food poisoning from chicken on the plane, puking off the side of a boat, and then an aardvark at the zoo peed on my grandma. <laughs> oh my god! That sounds just like that sounds like a uh, a comedy that um, I don't know, like Adam Sandler just needs to direct because that <laughs> incredible. Yeah, oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. It sounds like a really traumatic vacation. Yeah, oh, you're stuck with that one. That's your earliest one. Yeah, that's exactly. what started it all. I just love the aardvark peed on my grandma. Wow. How do, yeah, uh, I'm curious I'll, of the logistics here. Like, how was I'll, you went to the zoo and it was close enough proximity to like get urine on your grandma? All right, yeah, anyway, we can't. Anyway, let's not dive too deep. <laughs> yeah, that should be a Rob Schneider comedy. Rated PG-13. <laughs> God damn it! All right, we've finally got one more in email. Uh, R. Walski, who's no uh, stranger to this cast, has had some questions and some other gems. I think, did he have a review? Did Walski have a review? No, he's had some emails that have been fantastic consistently. Um, R. Walski writes via email. My first FPS was Battlefield 2142, a game that, other than having debatably one of the best theme songs in the Battlefield franchise, also sparked my love for video games and team-based shooters. EA has since shut down the servers of this game and many others over the years, leaving the 10-year-old game dead to all but a handful of skilled diehards with custom server browsers and mods. With so many digital graveyards and lost worlds being abandoned each year, my question for the cast is, what is your favorite now-dead online game, and what, if anything, should be done to catalog these games for future generations? So a twofer. Hmm. But uh, good questions. Favorite dead online game? Honestly, I would have to say I enjoyed the... This was long ago. I haven't played too many online or old online games, but uh, Crisis 2 had a pretty solid multiplayer that I enjoyed, and they, they really shut that down. I'd love to yeah. play that again. Oh, I know what brand is. I mean, this is just, sir, I mean... You know what mine might be? <laughs> we have to oh, it's easy. I think I know. No, no, I don't, I don't, think, you, I don't think you know my actual answer. Okay, all right. Because you know I'm going to say Tribes Ascend. Well, Tribes Ascend. Yeah, tribes the thing Ascend. is, I don't, I don't think... That, like, that doesn't apply to what he's talking about. Because that game okay. is still alive in, in the, I, like, technical true. terms, not, right? It's not actually dead. It. I that's think he's point. he's talking about like a game that doesn't actually exist now. Like you couldn't yeah, see, go I back and play it. Yeah, that's a good point. And I don't really have that many because I didn't play that all that other than Counter Strike. So you can still go. You can still play Source. You can play yeah. One Point Six. So, all right. So what's your actual answer, Brandon? I'm curious. My my actual answer. Oh, I know Star Wars Galaxies. You no. are correct. I knew it. Star oh. Wars Galaxies is my actual answer. Like, like okay. fundamentally, I actually was just the other night reading an article about Star Wars Galaxies because there's a there's a, a mod, uh, like a team, the the project called SWG Emu, and it's a, like an emulator for Star Wars Galaxies right before the update that like tanked the game, and uh, and I've actually played it, and the server has like a thousand plus people on it sometimes, uh, but it's like it's not the same, you know? It's because like it's. Oh, it's just the the community at that time. You'll never sure. get it back. But yep. that if I could bring back a game like proper, that would probably be the game because like that that basically like set the course for the for future years of my life. Like I I only identified similar to you, Scott. I only identified as a first person shooter player back sure. when I yeah. was like in middle school. You know, I played Tribes and my cousin played EverQuest, and I was like, that's you know that's nerd stuff. Nerd right? like play <laughs> yeah. play a real game. And then I got yeah. hooked on Star Wars Galaxies, and I couldn't say that anymore. <laughs> nice. That's, that's Have uh, either of you played uh, Natural Selection 2? It's not an older one. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Well, I play the original Natural Selection, and I was oh, really, really? I really like the original. The the, yeah, the original Natural Selection. I really. I don't know if that's still around. The new one, I haven't played much, but I really like the. I really like the original. I do have an answer oh, for yeah. this. I do have an answer for this. Sorry, not that you say that, but uh, the Specialist before it was. Oh. Um, the Specialist before it became Double Action Boogaloo, which I still like, which I still like. But when it was the Specialist, it had all the Matrix tie-ins, and it was just breaking all kinds of copyright shit. And but it was absolutely like the specialist. I don't know if you can still go. You probably can still play a version of it. Maybe exists. Maybe there's a server. But I really like the specialist in that in that form when it was uh, on the older, you know, like on the 1.6 engine or whatever like that. I put put hours into that game. And uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I could find it again. And double action boogaloo is like decent. But that's a game that I definitely miss and enjoyed playing. Sorry. You were saying natural selection, too, though. Is that gone? Because that was the newer. Uh, one. Yeah, it's not. Um. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up the store here, the store oh, page Natural here. Section two uh, came out like a few years ago. That still exists. Yeah, it came sure. out. No, it does, but it's really not that populated. Like it's right. dead. You, you, it's not you are missing one. the point. You're too young yeah. to be able to answer this question. That is what I've determined. Okay. What is if it's a dead multiplayer game? Then doesn't no, no, no. still like, count. You can look. You could log on and show someone what okay, Natural Selection two Should... is, but like you cannot. Uh. If they take down the servers, like. For instance, I don't think maybe I don't think I could show someone original tribes because I don't think there's still a, a master server up for that. Like that's the the idea is that you you literally yeah, couldn't show someone. Yeah, it's not like dead communities though. It's like yeah, you actually physically can't play the game if you wanted to. Like you can't okay. log on to the server. So yeah, cuz like when you think about when you think about like, you know, 10, 20 years from now, if you wanted to show your child a game that you loved playing, but there's you know there's no server anymore like and and the game literally doesn't exist in a place you can actually play it. I think that's what that's what he means. That like there's no yeah there's no preservation. This is actually I think kind of a hot topic. You know with like with more and more servers requiring online connections or games requiring online connections. That like what about yeah. when the mas- when the server goes down because they're not keeping the game up anymore, and then you literally can't play that game. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'm just. I guess I'm just too young for this question. So no, but this brings up. This brings up another thing, though, and this is, and I think this is because as we we are age, like, bring bringing back to you're talking about like yeah, you know, like even if galaxies came back, it could never be the same because the community at the time was the best. And this is the thing that I see like all the time, right? When you look at Doom coming back or anything else, trying to recreate the mystique of a game when it was coming up. Like people are like, man, wow's nothing like it used to be. And it's, yeah. you know, I'm sure it's true. But th- the thing is you are everybody was at different times in their lives exactly. when these, and people and have different impacts. And I feel like currently in the current gaming space with people that are a little bit older, it's constantly and, and we do this in life with about this is gonna go a little bit deeper than just gaming. But in life we we <laughs> our whole deep. lives are spent trying to recreate moments right like that we were when we felt felt like everything was the best or whatever else or like remember that and remember this when we were younger all this shit the same thing happens with games and i feel like when you're talking about star wars galaxies or even with that server stuff uh you guys talked about it last week with um you know blizzard shutting down like that Mm -hmm. server that had i don't know 150,000 active players on like the old vanilla wow um you know it's like people we you can't get back there because you don't have a time machine and it will yeah. and it will always be it'll always be different and so the same stuff that are us old fogies relatively when it comes to gaming when we're talking about like man remember when you know like the community galaxies there's people that are fucking 10 years old playing yeah. rust 
having that yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly, Brent. exactly. And and that's what's so funny about it when I think about it is like, and even like, uh, and so that's how I know I guess I'm getting older is when I'm like, people are like, man, dude, like my first Call of Duty was like uh, Black Ops <laughs> and that just blew my, and I'm just like, oh, I, can't, man. <laughs> I can't even, I can't yeah. even get in that space. But to them, it that is like had the most impact of any game they've yeah. ever played. And who knows what to play after that. Yeah, like but, we're, we're um, at a point in our lives now where not, like nothing can have that kind of impression on us ever again. It can't. We, we're not we're too jaded now not to say that we there aren't good experiences and stuff like that but we're past that point of of having that like childlike wonder or being able to have something blow our mind and i feel like and even even like with development you see like people are like well all these gamers that loved like doom right they're clamoring for another doom let's let's i guess try to bring it back and do something and no matter what happens you're not there's nothing that they can do to get that feeling so uh i'm not saying that's ever going to stop like all these kind of and it's the same thing with movies, right? Like in the superhero saw. Anyway, it just happens all over the place. I think the but difference you, the difference though is that like you can go back and rewatch a movie from your childhood because sure, it's because sure. it just exists in that exact in that way space, as it and is. You, yeah. you like you maybe can't feel the same way that you did back then, but you can recreate it exactly as you experienced it at the time. And exactly. and games feel like very unique compared to movies or books or other you know other types of art. Because so much of it, like with Galaxies and, and WoW and, uh, and Tribes and Counter-Strike, so much of it is like a product of the time you were in and the way it affected you during that time that you, you literally can't ever get that back because you have to describe all of this context that just doesn't exist today. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, Must uh, suck, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Katie, the young the young buck. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but that's but, what that's what uh, I, when I was mentioning, like you know, they're the like kids that can stay up all night and watch Dreamhack. Exactly. It's like you know, you're gonna. There are people that that those are the memories they have with their friends of like sure. watching, you know, watching Ninjas in Pajamas win Dreamhack. That that will have an oh, impression man. on someone. And it's like, yeah, that just that's like a thing that happens every weekend for us, and we just kind of tune in, and it's like whatever. Right. But that's actually right. like that sort of thing is having a real effect on someone growing up now. It's crazy to think Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Like that's what I was just thinking about. It just hit me hit me in a wave of also making me feel super old that I can't really have those experiences anymore. Oh, it's okay. You know what? One day I'll hopefully have children maybe and then I can live vicariously through them and make them try to enjoy all the things that I enjoyed and be like, Are you enjoying it like I enjoyed it when I was ten? <laughs> And they were like, Dad, I just I don't want to play Counter Strike. I don't I'm a COD guy. I don't want to be like, you get out of my house, leave. That's how it's actually go. a good point in chat that like it's actually really neat now that, that it's so easy to record or stream yourself True. playing a game that like you actually maybe can in some ways go back and get some of that feeling. Uh, but it's still not it's not the same, right? Like sure. you, you can't show you can't show your kid twenty years from now this thing that you loved and have them actually like walk around in it. You can just show them kind of an example of what it looked like yeah exactly um all right wow, so getting all nostalgic yeah i know just thinking about it too yeah same thing but it's right like you were talking about not to belabor this but like yeah it's all it's all like there's so many there's so many tons of factors that contributed to why that experience that you had was so important and all that context it's like you can never like you can never recreate that though i will say there are occasions where i'll i'll, I'll load up a game in my steam library or something else or i'll play something on console at somebody's house and i'll get i'll get that brief it's like chasing the dragon brandon i'll yep. get the brief hit of it where i'm like oh my god like i remember how how much this blew my mind except most of the time now when i go back and do it i go 
oh my god, I thought this was mind blowing, <laughs> and it was at the time. And I'm like, even like I played the original Driver, and I was like, oh my god, I can oh, see every pixel. I know we've had this it's conversation so before, but yeah, the original Driver is one of those so... games where it's like that. You have to remember, like there was a time that Grand Theft Auto in its yeah. current 3D incarnation did not yeah. exist. I know. Go back and play Driver and tell me that like you will you cannot recreate the feeling we had because that game by today's standards is objectively is, awful. Is absolutely awful <laughs> and just so ugly and yeah it was it was actually like the, it was so painful to me. I I only made it like five minutes and I was like I can't because I would I would basically what I'd be doing is destroying the good memories I had with the context yeah. I have now yeah. and I'm like I can't do yeah that. you have to be careful to you have to be careful not to wreck the good memories by like going back and seeing it without the rose-colored yes. glasses on and being like, yes. you know what? I, it just needs to live in the past. It needs to occupy it, that time in your life. It does. It does. And, I, for, yeah, and Driver spelled with a three. They were so edgy <laughs> at the time. They did. They really spelled with a three. I, God damn it. Um, all right. So moving on, we got – wow. We have, we have to talk – well, we, have, we got the podcast reviews. And we, have, we had two stellar reviews this week, Brandon. Well, yeah, so, yeah, we did have a third review. Uh, that I, you know, was like a little, it was hard for me to tell what the review was. Like I was actually maybe worried that it was some sort of kind of secret implicit message. So for the safety of our listeners, I didn't feature that one. Right. Uh, Okay. Gotcha. But we have two, we have two reviews. We didn't have any last week. I think maybe we had some late submissions and again, iTunes just makes, makes reviews public whenever it pleases. Uh, so we had a few reviews this week. So thank you for, uh, for sending in those reviews. If you're new to this section of the cast, we like to feature uh, one or more reviews each week. Uh, the only rule that you that you have to do is you need to give us five stars in order for us to read it. Uh, if you, I mean, we go over this every week, but like if you're yes. if you're going to rate it, like give us five stars, or just don't rate it if you don't think it's five stars. Uh, or if you hate the cast, rate it five stars, but then just put in the comments like I hate the cast. That's exactly. That's completely we'll fine. get the message yeah. in the in the text form of it so um so yeah so get and, and this is something we've started doing recently within the last month where we're if, the, if there are enough good reviews we'll read two or three rev- i mean we'll do it if the reviews are, are good enough again yeah. brandon is the, the bar, gatekeeper the bar, but he, the bar the is, ever, is ever changing and so yeah. if you like there are times that we will do more than one review but you have to make like you have to make sure that you are like better than the than other reviews that particular week like the bar exactly. is set very high Exactly. Um, all right. So, God, this is going to go. Both of these look amazing. All right. So, this first review is titled um, Thank KB Mod. And, oh, Jesus Christ. It is by, it is by Park, it is by Park Me Dong. That is spelled P A R K space M I space D O N G. Park Me Dong. Mr. Dong. <clears throat> Mr. Dong. Okay. Hello, KB Mod. I am Watcher from North Korea. <laughs> to access to internet, I have give some tribute to Kim. <laughs> Every week I work hard to get upvote on Reddit on <laughs> Kim Reddit account Kim Jong memes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Since North Korea is third world memer, at first I start with Trollface. And all your base belong to us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get no upvote, really, because they old memes. <laughs> but I start watch KB Mod podcast with funny people like Brandron, <laughs> Applefish, <laughs> KB Zen 8, 
And Hutch YouTube guys. You guys very good memers. Now I meme first world like USA. <laughs> And now I get up vote very much. Thank KB Mod. I am so good memer now. I am sub leader and I am develop WMDs, <laughs> weapons of meme dis- dis- oh. distribution. <laughs> Thank KB Mod. Keep up the great work. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Wow. Sounds that like he's was... been repressed for a long time. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. But the fact that we're able to... So he started listening to this cast, and his memes got better, dude. And oh, yeah. he's now of... in charge of a program. Like, yeah. I mean, It sounds like he's now... They promoted him to be the, the leader uh, of his subreddit, which oh is pretty God. impressive. That's very impressive. That's I mean, very... There are sounds, some, I didn't realize it was that Lord. dire in North Korea that, like, he's... I didn't. Before, before the podcast, he was, he was just now getting to troll face... And all your That's, base belong to us. All your base belong to us. Like, when did that come out, man? Oh my! Really? That makes me. Oh, it man. makes me feel the same way as like you know when a third world country gets like is just now getting Seinfeld or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all super delayed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just, <laughs> I, just I love the lore behind this uh, question. The lore. Or the, I hope you can hear more from Park Me Dong because that's. I mean. Oh yeah. I hope he doesn't Super. get executed for like I'm, breaking. Yeah, I'm actually like I'm honestly surprised that he's that you're even able to access KB Mod from North Korea. That's a that's yeah, a surprise. And not, to a, and not some representative like bringing his review on. <laughs> Brandron, <laughs> Brandron, <laughs> KZ, and now I meme like first world USA. <laughs> <laughs> I just love thinking about him like. He has to get an upvote on Reddit, or he will most likely be executed. Exactly, like that it's whole the, thing. Like we we get caught up in the details of our lives, but there's someone <laughs> out there who is just trying to just, like you gotta you gotta appreciate the simple yeah. things. You have to put your problems in perspective. There's yeah. someone out there working hard to stay alive and get good memes. Kim Jong memes. <laughs> uh. Oh, so good. All right. Well, thank you, thank Park. you, Park Me Dong, and I'm yeah, I'm so happy that. Uh, that we've been able to help you out and hopefully uh, keep you happy and as successful, happy as happy and successful as you can be in North Korea, considering the uh, circumstances. I mean, just just when we think that our memes aren't going to good use, exactly. we get a review like this, and it really it really does kind of refresh the passion. It does absolutely. Yes, you are the reason we do what we do. Park me down. Thank you so much. Um, all right, so final and last review here. Uh, the title is sponsorship request. And uh, it has been submitted uh, by Ophi- Ophelia Heine. Ophelia ah, Heine. Yeah. The Heine and, family. Uh, okay. The Heine family, yes. Okay, and let's get into the bread and butter of this. <clears throat> Hello, Connor I, I, I here? Or I don't know if it's Connor. I think, he, yes. I think he gave away his true identity in the first line. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. I don't okay. know. If he, so I guess maybe, the, maybe this is some those? sort of pseudonym. Maybe we should we shouldn't have said that line. Like I'm not sure. Yes, I'm not sure. I, he he says it, and then he pr- he says it again. Pronounce Connor I I I mm. like twice. So I'm all right, so let's mixed see. signals here. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. A few of my friends, excuse me, Hector, Oscar, Dom, Erica, and Steve, and I have recently started a steak restaurant. We decided to name it, oh God, with a letter from each of our names. So we came up with C H O D E S. 
Um, our motto is, we may not have the longest meat, but we do have the girthiest. <laughs> I come today to this podcast with a deal. If you put an ad on screen saying, I love C-H-O-D-E-S, obviously the name of their steakhouse, you can all have as much of our meat that your mouse can hold. So what do you say? I say we take the uh, offer. I mean, I, I'm a fan of steak. I, I feel like I, I'm going to need to see in writing the exact agreement uh, I because I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to get swindled here by some, True. you know, like clearly this is not a long form contract. And I don't, I think an oral no. agreement could be legally binding. So yes. I don't want to, like, okay, I'm you're right. To, we should jump the gun. We're going to have to okay, contact so, our counsel. So email, sure. okay. So Ophelia Heine or Connor or whoever is, maybe Ophelia Heine is the like person putting the contract together. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe but, so. Maybe that's his counsel. That could be his counsel. So send yeah. that to business sponsorships at kbmod.com and we will take a look at it. Um, I don't think there would be any problem. I don't think we're sending any mixed signals with C-H-O-D-E-S. I think that's yeah. pretty, that's no, pretty I think clear. It sounds like you have a brand that we can truly get behind. Yes. <laughs> yes. In more ways than one, we could get behind that brand. And to the side of that brand, and if we can even, yeah. Anyway, that brand definitely I mean, has you're a looking lot. On the, look at this podcast overlay. We got a bunch of free space. Yes. Dude, absolutely. Just even, oh, yeah. This could definitely work. So, yeah, what's the worst that can happen? I kind of agree with Petey. But, again, we should look at the, uh, the legal jargon and the contract. So, yeah. Ophelia, Heine, Connor, send us uh, send them some info on that. And uh, But uh, thank you for – I guess I'm just realizing that this was not at all a review of the podcast, but was, in <laughs> fact, just a sponsorship request. But, hey, he rated five stars. Yeah. So good he as – He obeyed the like, rules. Yeah, he obeyed the rules. So as yeah. good of review like, as – Like we've said before – it, you can put whatever you want in there. It's the one thing that we're guaranteed to read each week. So, exactly. You know, exactly. Let, definitely let us know. Looking forward to that steak. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. I'm, I, a nice medium rare, Brandon. Medium yeah, rare. Absolutely. Man, this has really come full circle. It really has. Look at this. Beginning <laughs> how we All started. Right. Or ending yeah. how we started. It has. All right, guys. Well, that has been episode 232. It was a fun one. We will be back uh, next week with episode 233. We just keep on keeping on. Um, obviously, for all of your gaming uh, news, not all of it. I guess I should, I should not say <laughs> all of not, your gaming news. Let's not get crazy for, here. For select gaming news and reviews and <laughs> hardware stuff, go to kbmod.com. Someone's going to go to kbmod.com and be like, I wonder what the news headlines are today and be very disappointed. <laughs> for, a, but, for a slight trickle of a... news that's relevant to you. <laughs> Yes, like <laughs> occasional reviews, and there's definitely hardware stuff, build guides. There's a, the... There is at least one post a week, generally. Yes. yes. I'm just going to say all. You know, if we just start lying, maybe there will be more hits on the site, and maybe people will forgive me. No. Um, no, but there's good stuff on there. Katie Zen makes content. Multiple people uh, make content for this site and uh, for the site, and we appreciate them for it. So definitely check that stuff out. Um, and uh, I can be found at APL Fisher on Twitter. I went first. That's a real dick move. Katie Zen can be found Ooh. at Katie Zen 18 on Twitter, and Volition can be can be spelled can be found on Twitter <laughs> at Volition. Just use ones in place of all one. No, V O L one T I O N. It's Volition. Yes, and uh, you can find him uh, on there. And uh, yeah, thanks for chilling with us tonight. If you listen live, and thanks for chilling with us if you listen in your car or in the bathroom. Or while jerking off, or whatever else, uh, whatever else you crazy audio listeners do, 
I do appreciate you. I know there was a time when I acted like I didn't, and then I saw the numbers and I realized I should really be appreciating the audio listeners more than the live viewers. But let's not uh, let's not go there. I love the live listeners just as much. So, um, quick all note: right. uh, next week is PAX East. Uh, if you're going to yes. be there, come say hi. I'll be there. There you go. Ooh. All right, friends. Um, without any any further ado, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye. Uh, it's been real. Farewell. Yeah.